0: Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast.
2: Welcome back into the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show, everybody. Thanks for being here. Third hour underway. We've got some very interesting stuff to get to with you, including the one of the owners, I guess, of the Golden State Warriors. Clay's going to break this down for us a little bit. Had something to say about China and the Uyghurs and his feelings on all that you're going to want to, you're going to just need to hear that to get the full scope of it. Um also some great stuff going on in Virginia so far with Glenn Youngkin taking office. Just to come back to that perhaps later on this hour we'll discuss how governors who are getting it done for their constituents on the right, Republicans who take office or are in office and making their states more sane, more livable, more free, that is the way. And that is something we all need more of. But I I have to tell you right now um, I think that the Fauciite apparatus is almost more terrifying than ever in some ways, even as the information comes out to show that they were wrong yet again about stopping the spread, even as they're now admitting they are admitting so they can try to ding me on social media for misinformation. They're admitting that cloth masks are it's ineffective. I mean, you know, they won't say they don't work at all, but it doesn't. It's not going to protect you from Omicron. Okay. They admit this. So they can keep trying to. And when enough Democrats in prominent positions say it, you'd think they have to, they'd have to actually accept that this is the reality we're dealing with. And here, just to, just to point this out is Dr. Fauci. Uh, Clay, I wanted to break this down for a second before we get into this polling from Rasmussen, who's talking about disinformation. And, and what does that even mean? in the era in which we are. Of that we, I believe the entire world is facing, but we certainly are facing it in a very, very disconcerting way in the United
1: States, is the amount of disinformation that is accompanying what should be a problem where everyone pulls together against a common enemy, which is the virus. We have disinformation that is entirely
2: destructive to a comprehensive public health endeavor. What is he talking about? It's
0: it's a fantastic question, because as I'm listening to that, and that's the first time I've heard this clip, I'm sitting there trying to say, what is the disinformation? It seems to me, Buck, that every bit of disinformation almost exclusively has come from Fauci and the CDC. What is, uh, because I mean this honestly, what is the equivalent in disinformation of the fact that they told us that initially the vaccines would prevent anyone who got the vaccine from getting or spreading COVID. That's not true. Uh, they told us, as you just pointed out, that cloth masks worked, that your kids were going to be in danger if they weren't in masks. Uh, they told us that six feet mattered, even though six feet doesn't matter. I run through everything that the CDC and Dr. Fauci has beaten the drum on. And almost all of it has been rejected, including the likelihood of where this virus initially emerged. What disinformation? I don't. I I mean this honestly, Buck. I can't even contemplate what he might be referencing that is actually disinformation that is hindering the uh, overall rates of vaccination. Remember, Buck, eighty-six percent of people eighteen and up have gotten at least one shot of the COVID vaccine, 95% of people, 65 and up. Those are overwhelmingly high numbers. The, the 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 biggest fallacy, the biggest disinformation of all, is the idea that if everybody was vaccinated, COVID would go away. Almost everybody has been vaccinated, and COVID hasn't gone anywhere. It's actually higher than it's ever been.
2: You know, Clay, in the Soviet era, they had a term, the, the Soviet members of not just the Politburo, but the entire apparatus, they would refer to somebody as a counter-revolutionary. Because the revolution was the whole heart of the Soviet project. And so if you were called a counter-revolutionary, it didn't matter if you had done anything. You were just a bad person. And this is how I think the Fauciites deploy misinformation and the unvaccinated, right? There's all this misinformation out there, and the bad guys and gals are the unvaccinated. And he never really engages with the arguments. Like, What's going to happen now that Glenn Youngkin has gotten rid of the mask mandate in Virginia and what has happened in Florida with Ron DeSantis not allowing a mask mandate to be in place? Everything is fine, but they never change. They never have to actually grapple with this. They make up bullcrap studies to try to justify their madness and to give someone a sense of the madness. And, you know, the the otherizing that the Fauciites and really Fauciism, which is now a religion, I think, for a lot of people, uh, are willing to engage in he, here are some stats this is from a Rasmussen poll came out just a couple days ago Clay check this out 59% of democrats would support requiring home lockdown for those who won't get a vaccine okay this is this is china stuff yeah you and maybe we have to what like the salt uh, salt
0: lake uh, tribune i'm going to get to that in a minute but buck think about that that's 60% of people just about who are democrats would support me being locked in my house because even though I've already had COVID twice and recovered from Omicron because I won't get a COVID vaccine. I mean, that's scary. It it gets worse. If you are unvaccinated,
2: 55% of Democrats want to fine you. As we said, 59% want to lock you in your home. 48% want you fined or imprisoned for questioning vaccine efficacy. Forty five percent want to force you into, quote, designated facilities. Forty six percent want you digitally tracked. And this is the one that I think is going to really fire people up. Twenty nine percent want to have the state take the children of the unvaccinated until they're willing to get vaccinated for safety reasons. These people are out of their minds. It's disgusting. And Anthony Fauci and all of his supporters and all of his little enablers are to blame for this mass hysteria.
0: All of those things should be directly asked of Dr. Fauci. Right. Buck? this is one of the things that's so frustrating about the fact that we supposedly have this fourth estate of media that are going to hold people in positions of power accountable. Dr. Fauci should be directly asked should be shared those data points, which is from a Rasmussen poll, right, Buck, of, uh, of, of Democrats. Yep. Uh, Every single one of those data points that you just shared with our audience, Dr. Fauci should be directly asked, Dr. Fauci, do you believe that people who are unvaccinated should be locked up in their house as nearly 60% of Democrats believe? And all the way down to the 29% that believe that the children of the unvaccinated should be taken. And by the way, if you think that sounds outlandish, There are battles right now in Canada. Have you seen these stories, Buck, about parents who are unvaccinated, not being able to see their children, not being able to interact with them? And it's again, Fauci talks about misinformation. Why do those people believe what you just read, Buck? It's because they believe Joe Biden when he says that we have a pandemic of the unvaccinated, I actually feel sorry for the Republican. I'm sorry, the Democratic voters here, uh, and the, and the, the, the people who are being polled because I, first of all, I can't imagine living with the fear that they must have lived with, but they have created in their minds based on what their leadership has told them. The idea, the idea that if we had a hundred percent vaccination rate, COVID would be gone right now. And by the way, if you think this is some like small percentage of people, this is what Justice Sotomayor and what Justice Breyer, based on their questions and probably Elena Kagan as well, believe. And this is why, Buck, I've kept sharing all that data on the NBA, the NFL and the uh, and the NHL, because all of those leagues are almost 100% vaccinated and they're all setting records for COVID right now. Young, healthy male athletes who have virtually zero risk from COVID, all vaccinated, setting all-time records for the number of infections. So Fauci, talking about misinformation, Buck, the biggest misinformation of all is the idea that if everybody had gotten this COVID vaccine, that COVID would have gone away, and that the people who are unvaccinated are the only people who are keeping us from being back to normal. That's 100 billion percent not true.
2: I mean, here we are with over 200 million people vaccinated in America – and as of January 16th, yesterday, 801,000 new cases, 1,964 uh, deaths on average. And the 14-day change is up almost 100% for new cases. If If this isn't a massive failure of Fauciism, because remember what the promise was, and that was how they justified these overreaches. That's how they justified. If you're listening to this and you got fired from your job, it wasn't for your safety. It was because you were a risk to other people, they said, if you won't get the vaccine, Oh, yeah. What happened here? How are we? How are we at almost, you know, 800, 900,000, even a million cases a week ago when we've had all this vaccination that's gone on?
0: No doubt, Buck. And and also remember Tuesday, I believe it was Dr. Fauci said everyone's going to get Omicron. And somehow that story didn't really register with the vast majority of people. Maybe it didn't register with them because a lot of people in the media didn't cover it. But, Buck, this is this is what I was saying last week, why it's so integral for people to understand Everyone who is unvaccinated at this point, and I'm in this category, we're primarily a risk to ourselves. I've had COVID twice. If I die one day from COVID, it's my fault, right? You can, everybody can tap dance and say, see, Clay Travis is dead because he chose not to get the COVID vaccine. All right. Uh, highly unlikely based on having beaten COVID twice that I'm going to die of COVID, but I die with COVID. We probably should say even, but when everybody is going to get COVID through the Omicron, variant, which is what Dr. Fauci said, there's no basis whatsoever to require vaccination, because if everybody's getting it, you can't even argue anymore that the unvaccinated are spreading the virus widely. Everybody's getting it, Buck. So how can you justify a mandate in any way, particularly because, again, this didn't get a lot of attention either. The CEO of Pfizer, one of the companies that is making this vaccine, said his first two doses had limited, if any, effect on COVID at
2: all. Can I just, I mean, just for a second here, Clay, when, when you're seeing that almost one in three Democrats would take away people's children over this, I mean, what is wrong with these lunatics? I mean, you you really think, can you imagine you're going to watch someone have their children taken from them because they won't get a shot that is... Pretty crappy, as we all know, and that in in a you know this is for a virus that has a ninety nine point seven percent survival rate in the Delta phase. Never yes. mind what it is in Omicron. I mean something. I mean there's something there's there's a deep emotional and psychological damage that people have suffered from believing all of this stuff, and I think they've lost a piece of their humanity in the process. That they're forgetting that we live in an imperfect world. Stuff happens, and we have to go on living our lives. And you can't control everything. And anyone who tells you they can is lying to you and just wants to control you.
0: Also, this is where history makes you very humble. Because any you and I are both history nerds. And I say that with affinity for other history nerds out there. History is so important to study because what it shows you is that humans are on constant cycles and nothing ever happens for the first time. And what you see time after time, Buck, is... The people who think and argue oftentimes the most aggressively that they are on the right side of history are oftentimes totally on the wrong side of history. The idea of taking away your children, the idea of putting people in internment camps over COVID, this is thing these are things that have happened throughout American history and guess what? Everyone who has done them has ended up on the wrong side of history. Same thing with banning books, by the way, which is Another banning ideas, not allowing the discourse of natural, uh the, the First Amendment. All of the people who are trying to curtail debate, usually, if you study history, end up on the wrong side of it. On nine eleven, our nation changed forever with one of the most vicious attacks on our freedom and attacks on our democracy, the Tunnel the to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel the to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family stability. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel the to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling our most severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. And now through Operation Homebase, Tunnel the to Towers is giving, ti- is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help. Help these heroes and their families join Tunnel the to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at t2t.org. That's T, the number two, t.org. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. with as little as four picks. More player action on Prize Picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance, so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
2: Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose.
0: GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community.
2: Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals.
0: With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable, visit gcu.edu welcome back in clay travis buck sexton show encourage you guys to go subscribe to the podcast we appreciate how much support you guys have shown for this show and we are having a world of fun hanging out with you guys every single day it's a privilege it's a joy it's an honor and hopefully we are making a difference in terms of battling for sanity in an insane world every single day you can search out my name clay travis Search out Buck Sexton, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, everywhere out there. We love all of the affiliate stations that we have, but we also want you to be able to consume this wherever you may find yourselves. So we were talking about uh, the craziness, Dr. Fauci talking about misinformation and everything else associated with that. I wanted to hit you with this, Buck, because even in the insanity that is going on right now, this blew me away when I saw it this weekend. So uh, shout out to everybody who is in uh, the Salt Lake City region, one of the 10 cities that we are number one in the country in right now. And I appreciate all of you out there listening right now. The Salt Lake Tribune in an editorial, this is something that theoretically represents the newspaper as a whole. Buck, this is what they said, and I think it ties in with all of those percentages you were just sharing with us. Reading from the Salt Lake Tribune, were Utah a truly civilized place, the governor's next move would be to find a way to mandate the kind of mass vaccination campaign we should have launched a year ago going as far, listen to this, Buck, as to deploy the National Guard to ensure that people without proof of vaccination would not be allowed well anywhere. Buck, they want the National Guard called in to ensure that people are locked down and not allowed to leave their homes if they are unvaccinated. And they think they are the good people, and this is the terrifying part, Clay. They're animus
2: toward the unvaxed, and by that we don't remember it's always just white Trump supporters when they talk about the unvaxxed. They, they never yes. any any member of a minority community who's chosen not to get vaccinated. That's okay. Distrust of the government. You know, the Democrats have a totally different view of that. But their animus toward the unvaccinated has actually increased as the vaccine efficacy has been shown to decrease. Over time. So, as the vaccine program fails in some of its core promises, and as it is clear they want not two, not three, probably four, maybe forever shots, they get more and more angry at the people who all along were saying, I don't think we should go down this pathway. I don't think this is going to work out the way you say it will. I don't think you should be able to make me do this. They get more vengeful toward them as those people are proven to have been more correct as time plays out.
0: Yeah, it's absolute madness. Uh, When we come back, speaking of madness, one of the owners of the Golden State Warriors in a podcast interview made a statement that may not surprise you, but still is unbelievable relative to the NBA's supposed concerns about social justice. We're going to play this clip for you We'll react to it. We'll also take some of your calls to close out the show. In the meantime, there's a phrase spoken that's appropriate today as ever. You vote by the money you spend and where you choose to spend it. Consider your cell phone provider and the bill you're paying each month. Your money supports the candidates and issues they donate to. Most often, liberal candidates promoting liberal agendas. There's an alternative. It's Pure Talk. Get your cell phone service from Pure Talk. You're going to find they use the exact same towers accessing the exact same 5G network as one of those companies. Only difference with Pure Talk, you're supporting a veteran-run business with employees here in the U.S. that share your values. That's why we're proud to be customers. So from your cell phone right now, dial pound 250, say Pure Talk. You can save hundred $10, $800 a year. 50% off your first month, pound 250, say Pure Talk.
2: Welcome back to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show, everybody. Appreciate you being here with us, 800-282-2882. Um, Clay wants to talk about uh, this this story um, of a an owner for the Golden State Warriors. So I was just going to... Just going to give you all a little bit of an update on what happened here. We can discuss how wokeness apparently has its its limits at our at our borders, or even just basic concern for human rights and human dignity. Somehow, in corporate America, can stop the moment that the bottom line is affected by China. So, Golden State Warriors owner Chamath Palihapitiya, am I, is that that's a
0: tough one? Is that right? I I do not know the correct pronunciation there, so I'm glad you you handled it as opposed to me, Palihapitiya. All right, I'll go with that. He has
2: said he's a billionaire investor, and he, in his all-in podcast, said that the Joe Biden signing of the Uyghur Forced Labor Prevention Act is not something that he uh, really cares. In fact, he declared nobody cares about yes. China's treatment of the Uyghurs. I believe we have the actual audio. Let's hear Nobody, cares about, again? No, no, no,
1: yeah, nobody cares about what's happening to the Uyghurs, OK? You, you bring it up because you really what? care. And I think what that's do mean, nice that cares. you care. <laughs> The rest of us don't care. I'm just well, telling, honestly, a hard, wait, wait, I'm telling you a very hard. You're saying you personally don't care? I'm telling you a very hard, ugly truth, okay? Of all the things that I care about, yes, it is below my line, okay? Oh, of all the things that's... that I care about, it is below my line. Just
2: a... So, glad. So, just a, a few things here. First of all, you know, I think that it's, it's fascinating to watch people in corporate America who I'm sure would bend the knee to BLM in a heartbeat and profess their undying Love for every aspect of the movement, and act like they really care about the plight of minorities dealing with police and in inner city America, etc. But when it comes to China, and there's a lot of money at stake, so like nobody, nobody cares. To quote our friend here about the Uyghurs, wow.
0: I look. First of all, I encourage honesty. Okay, so what he is saying is the quiet part out loud, which is his statement there is representative of what the NBA actually thinks, too. Now, they may do a dog and pony show where they come around and they say, oh, we desperately care about genocide. Did you know, Buck, that Chinese, and I don't think a lot of people do know this, there are a couple of different Chinese sneaker companies when... There was a big discussion about the fact that the Uyghurs who are, are, let's make no mistake about it, having genocide committed against them by the Chinese government. They are a Muslim minority group that is being uh, that, that the Chinese basically are seeking to wipe off the planet in many ways based on their genocidal treatment. They also have cotton there. They are using Uyghur slave labor to pick cotton. When it became an issue, many different companies came out and said, hey, we're going to make sure that we aren't using, by the way, it's 21st century, we're going to make sure that we aren't using slave labor cotton in our products. These two Chinese sneaker companies said the opposite. Buck, they said, we are going to make sure that we are using Chinese Uyghur slave labor cotton ...in our tennis shoes. The NBA has multiple players that are endorsing those sneakers. They are, while claiming to be a social justice warrior organization, allowing slave labor produced shoes to be worn in their games. And for players to directly profit as slave owners did generations ago in the United States and around the world we are still allowing these players to profit off of slave labor. And so what this part owner, he's not the he's not the official head owner, part owner of the Golden State Warriors is saying is the quiet part out loud, which is the NBA doesn't care at all about slave labor in uh in China or genocide. And by the way, buck, they cared immensely if a team would deign to go to the White House when Donald Trump was president. But when it comes to actual genocide, and this goes back to my point about people who t- lecture you all the time about being on the right side of history, I could be, uh, could be wrong here. But most of the time, being on the side of genocide is the wrong side of history. So I think you could even say day. you could
2: even say all all 100 percent, 100 percent, a
0: little bit of sarcasm there. But, yes, you're usually if you have people love to believe that they're on the right side of history, being opposed to genocide should be a relatively in basketball parlance should be a layup for anybody to be like, hey, you know, I'm opposed to genocide. And uh, and so the right and wrong side of history, honestly, the NBA is going to be on the wrong side of history As it pertains to Chinese genocide and this owner is coming out and saying the quiet part out loud, which is effectively what NBA policy is. Now, Buck, if we had a real sports media that was honest, they would start holding players and coaches and owners accountable for this and they would say, hey, do you agree that genocide is beneath your level of caring or not? Nobody's even going to follow up on this, probably, because so what, what, they all what carry the of, water of the NBA.
2: What kind of actual monetary, you know, when you look at the connections in China, I mean, we're talking about what level of money that the NBA is getting from being able to air the games. I mean, do we, do we have some sense of that? Because it's, you know, it's for a lot a of companies... Multi- it's billion multi-billion Not yeah, for a lot of over, companies not every
0: year not every year a billion dollars but it's a multi-billion dollar year that they have signed contract that they have signed and honestly it's probably a, a billion or more a year if you start factoring in selling you know product with nba logos on it and everything else uh the the overall impact i mean there are more people here's the way you put it buck there were more people in the nba prior to this daryl moray thing blowing up more people watch the NBA in China than watch the NBA in the United States. I think that's the context that we need here to give folks yeah. a sense of
2: how, how important it is, it is for access to that market. Because for some companies, if you look at their bottom line, some U.S.-based companies uh, having access to the Chinese market in, in one form or another is something that they're just not willing. And it's particularly true of entertainment media these days. I mean, It's, oh, true, of, it's true of Hollywood and the big budget movies that are being. I mean, they make so many of these brainless so-called blockbuster movies that if you want anything that is you know decent writing with a story worth watching you're not going to like it but it dubs really well when they put it in the chinese market and they'll make political concessions which is even bigger problem to the chinese market uh, on a regular basis and obviously the, the nba the same situation i mean look for all the challenges we had with the soviets on a military and political level They never had the kind of entanglements with the absolute financial and corporate elites in this country that we do now with the Chinese Communist Party. It's a
0: much deeper and bigger challenge over the long term. I think most folks have realized here's a good example of that. When's the last time there's been a bad guy from China in an American movie? Compare that with how often the Russian is still the bad guy. Just think about it like in a James Bond movie. Think about it in the context of any sort of international movie of intrigue. There is never a Chinese bad guy. Just think just in your head. Think about it like, oh, my God. Like, when has there ever been a bad guy coming out of China? Every single international intrigue movie, the Bourne movies, the James Bond movies, like whatever they are almost always there's some Eastern yeah. European bad guy.
2: If you remember uh, with with Red Dawn, which I think they changed it, you know, originally it was the Soviets and the Cubans, right? And then they redid it with uh, North Korea And uh, right, when they did the redo I of it. I didn't see the remake yet. I didn't yeah. see the remake, so I, I I'm not sure exactly. But was that was that was North Korea, not China? was that China yeah. in the in the I, remake of I'm trying I, to think I, of I th- the time. I, I don't think it was a, a Chinese uh, bad guy. I mean, I, I know that there was that James Bond movie where there was the Chinese agent involved but the bad guy was actually the british guy who used to do the infinity commercials remember him from back in the yeah, day yeah yeah he, a, good of a example. media network
0: i love top gun i bet you love top gun i bet anybody with a functional brain that listens to this show like top gun they re- they're doing the 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 remake of top gun right the new or not the remake but the sequel they had to take a on tom cruise's leather jacket in the 1980s version there was a symbol for taiwan on it They scrubbed out the Taiwanese symbol from Tom Cruise's leather jacket for the remake of Top Gun.
2: Yeah. I mean, so this is the kind of stuff that at a very high level in this country is already happening. So you can imagine as we get into more direct conflict with China about just their desire to expand their hegemony to a truly global, uh, truly global reach. Um we're you're not going to be able to trust the elites in your own country to stand up for America. that's really no what doubt. we're heading for. that's what everyone's getting. and this is why this this golden State warrior owner who's made a ton of he's a billionaire investor, he probably invested in a bunch of tech companies or something and now we're all supposed to think he's a genius. Patriotism is supposed to matter too. if you're a billionaire in America, you should think of yourself as a an American billionaire. That's actually the way you should view things.
0: not only that again, what's the point of having fU money if you're not willing to say fU? I don't understand these billionaires who continue to bow down to China. You've got a billion dollars. Stand up for American exceptionalism and American values. If you won't do it when you're a billionaire, when will you ever do it? It's embarrassing. Michael Dell, inventor of my pillow, and his team, they fit us for our own pillows and introduced us to their ever-growing list of incredible products. Products like their pillows that started it all. Also, though towel sets slippers robes mattress toppers giza dream sheets on top of many more i tell you my wife wears these slippers everywhere she bought it for all of the girls that she runs with they love them too you can trust mike lindell to give you a great night's sleep the sheets made from the world's best cotton giza ultra soft breathable yet extremely durable with a luxurious finish available in multiple colors styles and sizes buck how can you get everybody hooked up out there?
2: Just go to mypillow.com and use the promo code Clay Buck. You can get for a limited time the Giza Dream sheets. I just put mine on my bed last night. I've got two pairs of them. I'm rotating them. I love them. Buy one, get one free. That's a great deal. Buy one, get one free with promo code Clay and Buck. All my pillow products come with a 60 day money back guarantee. Go to mypillow.com, click on radio listener specials, get the Giza Dream sheets. Buy one, get one free. With code CLAYANDBUCK or call 800-792-3269. That's 800-792-3269. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand.
0: Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts?
2: You can look to precious metals for various reasons,
0: With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.
1: Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast,
2: to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued that we're valuable you know we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven right mm. i'm constantly trying to go like how do i detach from my this idea of what do, is that is that my baggage it look like my baggage i mean i know oh, okay that's mine let's
1: unpack that listen to on purpose with jay shetty on the iheart radio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts
0: Welcome back in Clay Travis Buck Sexton Show final segment Monday edition. Hope all of you are having a fantastic Martin Luther King Day. Our thanks for the support you have shown this show, and uh, for all of you out there. I hope you're having a good start to your week. Uh, gonna get a bunch of different uh, a different calls coming in here. We got a bunch of people who want to weigh in. Um, Mary from Texas has an argument we were talking about the uh the the craziness that we're we're in a world now where pointing out that we're in a struggle buck i think i think your point is a good one when we were in the cold war united states against the soviet union the soviet union was not so interconnected with the rest of the world that you could argue hey We have a symbiotic relationship and our super wealthy were not connected to the Soviet Union like exists now with China. And so to me, what stands out about this battle that we're in right now for the hearts, the souls and the future of the 21st century is there are people in America who will defend China and argue that they are. Uh, not anywhere, uh, that much worse than the United States. You know, they'll say, oh, well, Chinese genocide is bad, but look at January 6th, right? They'll equivocate, uh, and attempt to argue that China is in some way a global equivalent when it comes to freedom and basic human rights like the United States. And China has moved, Buck, and I think the movies are an interesting metaphor from arguing, hey, you have to change this movie in order for us to show it here to now arguing the rest of the world has to bend to China's will. Oh, go fire this person, American company. Oh, you're a student from China, but you're overseas in the United States. Well, we're still going to monitor what you put on Twitter or Instagram or or, or uh, TikTok or whatever it might be. We're in a global struggle And I don't think most Americans have really realized how significant it is and how much different it is than the Cold War.
2: And the Chinese Communist Party is a terrifying group. People need to understand. Look at what they're willing to do to their own people. Look at the true totalitarianism that is being day in and day out perpetrated against the people of China, many of whom actually are in favor of the new regime. And that's a, or, or, or rather of the current regime. I shouldn't say the new regime. And that's uh, stretching back to the rise of what they believe is a Chinese middle class and a, a very wealthy class in China in the post Mao period. And so people are actually willing to go along with this stuff. As long as they have economic prosperity, they don't need freedom in their minds, or at least that's the, uh, that's the storyline you'll hear. Mel in Pennsylvania has some thoughts. What's up, Mel? How you guys doing? Uh, great show. Uh, the
1: question came up about the uh, Asian bad guys in Red Dawn.
2: Initially, it was supposed to be Chinese people that invaded the United States. In the remake, right? Then, in, in the remake. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the remake. But um, you know, you know, about 10 years ago, something like that.
1: And um, it it turned out uh, they ended up being North Korean. Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. To try to avoid offending China. That's right. Yeah. As if North Korea is going to invade the U.S. Yeah. One of the last movies, Buck, if I remember correctly, where people were willing to stand. Yeah, that's a good point uh, on North Korea invading the U.S. But one of the last movies to really stand up to China was, you know, remember there used to be a lot of Hollywood support for the Dalai Lama and Tibetan independence, oh, free Tibet, free Tibet was a cool thing in the 90s. And Have then you just... noticed how it's totally disappeared. Yeah, When's the last gone. really big name movie star that you've heard advocating for Tibetan independence. I mean, it would have been years ago, and it's Richard Gere, I think. And right? Brad Pitt. Yeah, Remember, they yeah. were, like, super outspoken. I haven't heard those guys talking out about uh, free Tibet in a it long time It is tough now. to
2: get the American people mobilized behind a place that so few of us know, they know. you know, why is this even a problem? So that was but always— Even
0: Hong Kong people won't—I mean, this is where the NBA thing started, because China effectively took over Hong Kong. They've thrown all the Democrats who were running a free press into prisons— and for the most part, people in the United yep. States have been like, whatever. I was I don't saying care. all
2: along, China's going to get their way there, and they did because we just didn't, you know, we're, what are we going to do? John in Toledo, Ohio, one more here. John, what's going on? Hey, I like the idea technically with regard to DeSantis being the VP and Trump being the president. However, the 12th Amendment says that when the electors meet, they have to vote for at least one person from a state other than their own. So if you want Florida to nominate someone else, you know, like Kasich or someone else, just to fill the the void, the electoral votes wouldn't go to Trump and DeSantis from Florida, and that would be we might as well just give them Texas. John, I don't I don't, I don't, I don't think I don't think DeSantis plans on running as Trump's VP, but I could. Okay, be but right. I don't
0: think that's. Tr- uh, first of all, I am not a constitutional scholar as it pertains to this particular issue that he's talking about. I don't think that that is true. I I think I know that Trump has changed his, his state of residency from New York to Florida, but I don't believe that it would be impossible to have two people running from the same state on the same ticket. Uh, and that if you did, you would have to throw away the electoral votes that that I do not believe he's correct in that.
2: John, thanks for calling in from Ohio. We appreciate it. We'll look into if, it and team tomorrow. We have a fantastic show already planned for all of you, with all of you. We have, uh, let's see, Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch joining us, plus Jason Mayares, the new Attorney General of Virginia. Talk to you tomorrow.
0: You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network.